0: The Blaze Radio Network, on demand. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam
1: Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards and Miss E., with you uh, at the kitchen table Surrounded by Dogs Dogs We're surrounded by dogs Yep, Booker and Zelda Who are both on our list at the moment Yes, Zelda Booker, yeah, Booker just generally Zelda for more specific reasons yeah. She's, uh, she's <laughs> you know, she's a puppy We get it She's in the chewing phase But she is now in the destruction phase so yeah. like in the and, and, and by the way, she seems to be regressing In terms of being able to hold it in
2: yeah, well, when she's locked up in the area, that's all like that's the place where she doesn't go to the bathroom because that's where she hangs out most of the day with me, right? My office. But when you let her loose, yeah, she doesn't. House. She doesn't tell anybody she's to go to the bathroom. She just tinkles wherever. Yeah, I it's mean, annoying.
1: Yeah, it is very very annoying, and her bladder is not nearly as big apparently as it should be for her age now, and she's got to be you know over fifty pounds. I mean, she's a big. I don't know, about Big fi- girl, maybe no, 50. No, I bet she's 50.
2: But she's, yeah, at four months old, she should be able at least to hold it, they say, an hour a month.
1: Yeah, well, she's 15 minutes, 20 minutes maybe when she gets she out. She can when she's in I know, that's the thing. It's my office, just, it's but once she's f- set free, it's like free for all. Yeah, so it has been a, a couple of weeks since we have been able to be with you. I apologize for our lack of podcast, but uh, the good news is that Missy e is feeling good enough to do a podcast now.
2: Yeah, there we go. So that's...
1: Yeah, well, I know that's going to be the big question on everybody's mind, so I'm going to do a mini-interview with you. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I generally know the answer to this. So question number one, how are you feeling?
2: Uh, not so nauseated now, thank
1: you very much. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's uh-huh. like the
2: further away I get from the chemo, the, the better I feel. It takes about a week.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> and it's been, <clears throat> excuse me, about a week and a half since yeah. you've had it. And you've got about another week and a half before you have to have it again. Yep. So <clears throat> every day, we're just, you know, trying to enjoy the every day, yep. right? Yeah. Um, And you've got a cookie in front of you. I do you've have a cookie. A,
2: and I have plans for like seven cookies. <clears throat> I'm baking seven cookies over the next uh, whatever time till Christmas. How many of those
1: are from the, <clears throat> excuse me, hang on one second here. All right, sorry. Sorry. Take a break for that, yeah. Podcasters, I'd love to it. So how many of those are from the Betty Crocker cookie book uh, cookbook that I bought you?
2: At least one. The one that I remember making as a kid. They're, um, you make one dough and you
1: color
2: the other red. And then you bake off little pieces and you roll them into things and you twist them up and you make them into candy cane shapes. And I remember making them when I was a little kid. So it was kind of cool that you picked up that... Um, cookbook from... It was originally, what, published 1950-something, I think, or 1960-something? The,
1: the cookie book was 1963. And
2: I remember having something like that when I was a kid growing up, because I totally remember those those candy cane cookies. So. Yeah,
1: so I had taken the kids shopping when uh, Missy was not feeling so great, Yeah, uh, took the uh, younger kids up to Charlottesville, and uh, there's a world market there. I have to thank our kind of, sort of, neighbor, uh, Felicity... Um, who is a listener to the podcast but is also kind of sort of our neighbor and uh, and, and she was so nice. To bring you a little care package. Yeah, the day
2: we had the snow, it was like snowing all day Friday and Saturday, and I was not feeling well Friday. And I get a a message on my Instagram, a direct message, that there's there's a little treat hanging for me from the fence at the top of the road. And sure enough, she brought me uh, a bottle of this really yummy soda, and it's a ginger beer and muddled lime, and it's not an alcoholic drink. It's just it's it's just a very concentrated ginger ale. And ginger is really fentamins, right? Fentamins, yes. And ginger is really really good for when you don't feel so great. It's really good for nausea. So um, I just slurped that stuff down so that that was, what, Friday, so that Mm -hmm. on that following Saturday or Sunday when you went and took the kids out to get some Christmas presents for their siblings and, and me... Uh, you came home with bag o bags o ginger beer. you went a little overboard. I, I think know. you bring home with like four different types now mind that's pretty much the only thing I'm drinking other than water and tea uh so yay
1: <laughs> but well that's the thing that's why I, I didn't feel so bad about going overboard because you know this is the this is the stuff that I could get for you and uh and and I knew that um uh, that Felicity had, had gotten this at World Market in okay. Charlottesville, and so I took the kids up there, and we, uh, yes, I got a lot of different kinds of ginger beer, including a couple more uh, bottles of the Fentimans. So thank you, uh, Felicity, for doing that. That's awesome, uh, and I really, really appreciate it. And uh, and now I know a great ginger beer that uh, that Missy likes. Yeah, it was. It is really tasty.
2: Um, there's another one that you got me called. Um, I'm drinking it now, Bundaberg. It's an Australian type. Um, craft beer, you know, brewed for over three days. And then there's another one called, I think it's called Cock and Bull. Cock and Bull, yep. So so that's really gingery. And the chemo kind of, one of the side effects can be mouth sores. In my case, my mouth just seems to be extra sensitive, so I can't, but really extra sensitive to toothbrush. Like, I tried to brush my teeth with um, minty toothpaste. I forgot
1: we need to get you some.
2: And I thought my mouth was just going to just... My, the skin in my mouth Was just going to scream From like a total mint overload And that's not It's not a different toothpaste right. Than I've used It's the same toothpaste It's just so my mouth Is more sensitive to this stuff So I didn't realize The nature Like this was That happened I was like okay I'm not going to brush with that again I'll just brush with water Or there's another t- stuff we have That's a cleaner That's not minty okay. And that's been working So I didn't think anything of it And I uh, poured myself Some of this Cock and bull ginger beer And I took a sip of a big It was thirsty too And I had took a big drink of it And my mouth was burning. My lips were on fire because I didn't realize my lips were a little bit chapped. Mm. And I had a bottle of that before, and it didn't affect me that way. And I was just like, ah! I (laughs) I was like, have a little, the home alone, he fits his face with the aftershave and screams. I had that kind of a moment. And I switched to water after that. But, woo, some of this ginger beer, be careful. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, especially with the <laughs> cock and bull, mm-hmm. and and chemo, and chemo. <laughs> you should write them a letter saying, "Can you put a little warning on there?" You know, like very a intense, <laughs> right? Well, I'm glad that you are feeling better, and I know that everybody else is glad too. But um, please keep the uh, thoughts and prayers coming, and the uh, the emails and the Instagrams. I know that one of the things that you love is just you know being able to interact and follow people, and you know laugh and. And you, you you're very visual. Like you, your favorite social media, I think, is Instagram. It is anymore, yeah. You know, a it's the less political of the All of them the, yeah. the social media. And <laughs> I B, can't I think tweet, it's, <laughs> but I think it's also the more personal connection.
2: Yeah, I met actually met people. On, from Instagram yeah. that, you know, and we've, you know, we share in, um, hot sauce and vanilla extract and dandelion jelly and dandelion jam or syrup. I still have to get, make that old fashioned and I can't drink until this chemo's over. So that's going to wait a while. Uh, and then, oh, wh- oh, they got the, the Carolina reapers and I feel mm-hmm. so horrible because I swear I save seeds from some of those when I was chopping them up to make them into fermented peppers you and can't I can't, find where i put them oh because i have a whole pile of saved seeds mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i got these and i've got those uh golden cayenne and i got some other lemon peppers that i, I said i can't figure out where i put them so please if you have any could you send me a couple
1: <laughs> so speaking of uh speaking of the carolina reapers we'll take a quick break when we come back oh. we'll, we'll talk about a i think a disaster averted I hope a disaster averted but boof. I hope so too right but yeah Alright so stick around we are uh, Just getting started here on this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network 40 Acres and a Fool With Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The
1: problems still. Loopholes, exemptions, deductions, and special favors. All so you can manipulate. Them. And the massive growing deficit. Those are real problems. Solutions. Flat or fair tax. And in the coming months, you have to have some sort of spending reform. You and I. Our solutions as individuals is hold them accountable. And use every advantage in this new tax bill to our benefit.
0: The Morning Blaze. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards
1: on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back here to 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Cam Edwards, Miss E, Miss E, you know, she said, uh, cannot drink, so I am drinking for two. Yes. Uh, And uh, it's my favorite time of the year. It is the, I believe it's pronounced Tregs. I don't know. Tregs, independent brewing in Pennsylvania once a year, they come out with Mad Elf. Ale, which is uh, this honey and cherries, and it's strong as Apparently all get out. It's red, but you drink it out of the bottle. I do drink it out of the bottle. 11% alcohol by volume, uh, Most 15 like, IBU. What, five? Most beers, five or six. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. It is, uh, and it's tasty. Like that's the thing. Usually, Yum. I've found when you get up there with the uh, ABV, it it becomes really like really strong, and I'm not a huge beer person. no, you're not this is tasty and strong, <laughs> so it's dangerous, uh, but I'm not driving tonight. I'm no. just podcasting Uh-oh. so I think i can I think I can podcast I think I can p u i podcast under the influence, <laughs> yeah. Don't say pee parties many times with fucking beer. Right? Now, speaking of pooey hoo, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so Carolina Carolina let's go back to the Carolina Reapers. Reapers, right? So, we've had the Carolina Reapers fermenting for about six weeks or so. However, would say, long. Right?
2: but yeah, but so I'm using those silicone valves with the glass puck thing, and Supposedly I was using supposed to make them. it easier to. Burp, right? Right. I was using it, but unfortunately, it was it also let uh, bacteria in, so it, or something, and mm-hmm. I had to pull. There was a little bit of mold that come on the top, so I had to pull off the top, and I had to tamp, tamp everything back down, and then re add brine to all the jars. And I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Because of I wasn't thinking. Open them up. the 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 fumes after you open it up. I actually had me it had me coughing. So I didn't eat any. It's just from the air. It had me throwing up. Like I'm afraid of these peppers. When it comes time to process them, <laughs> I'm going to have to get myself a full on f- respirator thingy and goggles and make sure that my entire body is covered with some sort of plastic and do it outside in the picnic cable with air moving
1: because these I think you're peppers. probably just not going to be able to do it. I think you're just going to have to direct me from afar. Unless, you know, we find out that uh, you know, the the tumors are just like, "Holy crap, this is awful. I'm getting out of here." You know? <laughs> and and you you actually killed the tumors with your Carolina Reaper uh, not that, be inhalation, hilarious if that right? happened.
2: Just, whoo, "Oh, wow, they're all gone. What did you do?" Hypertherapy. I, re- I, I, right? I was uh, making Carolina Reaper sauce and uh <laughs> breathe in a little bit whoo that stuff this is it, wicked so it's gonna be scary like it's gonna be one of those i'm not sending anybody a bottle of this through the mail i don't think i could legally you're gonna, it open. Right. You're gonna
1: have to meet us in person for yeah. this one
2: and, and you're gonna have to sign a waiver that you won't sue my ass because i am not taking anybody i'm not taking responsibility for anybody stupid enough to try this stuff this is just for me i have no idea why i'm doing it i'm gonna i'm, I'm using this to sort of vary the heat of all the other peppers. So there'll be a base hot sauce, and then there'll be a one with some Carolina Reaper hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of this is just going to be bottles of Dare Double Dog Daria stuff for the oh, real hardcore like pure people. extract, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Which is interesting, because now we're starting to see the 2018... Dogs are concerning me. They're running around. I think they're plotting something here. But uh, we're starting to see the 2018 seed catalogs arrive. Oh, yeah. And I... I thought that there would be a successor to the Carolina Reaper introduced in the 2018 C catalogs, but so far I haven't seen it.
2: Not yet, but there is something coming under doing it. I think they're doing it in North Carolina, someone said. There's well, that's okay.
1: So, so, from what I've read, the guy who came up with the Carolina Reaper has another one. Ah. That he's been holding back on, because Carolina Reaper right now is the hottest, so why yeah. introduce the hotter when you don't have to, right? Yeah. But I've also heard that there's one in England that's being developed. Right, It's like Dragon's Breath, or Dragon's Arse, or something like that. Dragon's uh, Arse. <laughs> It'll get right. you a dragon ass if you're eating that uh, stuff. So. And it's uh it's it's a little bit hotter than the Carolina Reaper, from hmm. what I understand, but it's not as hot can as you like even, Pepper X okay, that, can that you this even guy tell, Carolina. Though, like,
2: We're talking Carolina Reapers. Like there are people who have like fallen out of their chairs and vomited on TV right. eating these things. Who can tell? Oh, that's a little hotter. Yeah, I get a little more heat uh, it, out of this. It's, it's, My face feels like it's more melting off versus just <laughs> melting on. What is
1: Right. No, I imagine at this point, no, you're right. you cannot taste the difference because you literally shouldn't be tasting this no. anyway, no, right,
2: probably not,
1: so it is just the bragging right of how hot can you get this you know this 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 pepper mm. um but, as you say, like it's almost to the point, I think it is to the point with the Carolina reapers that you know it's almost a novelty pepper, yeah, um, you know, would you ever cook with that? probably no. not, would you ever have would you ever put you know pure reaper? Hot sauce on eggs or anything that you put hot sauce Leap? on? No, hell no! Oh my right? god, no! Exactly. So I mean, it, it's it's been interesting to work with, and yeah. I and I I will be interested to see uh, how it works to supplement and add heat yeah. to the base hot sauce. But yeah. that's the only real practical thing that I could see using it for. I don't I don't anticipate us really needing to grow a whole lot of these next year. No. Yeah, you know, I think we'll stick to the. Poblanos and the. Uh, well, the Poblanos aren't the hot peppers. I know they're not the hot ones. Okay, but, so uh, the
2: jalapenos, the habaneros, the ghosts, the hot banana wax, the little red chili. I like the little red. The Hungarian the little cheese little red, chef, those? The little red peppers. Hungarian cheese are sweets oh, too. Apparently, just, I just keep
1: <laughs> folks on like You
2: like the sweet peppers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How about the bell? So those those are those are hot runs, right? But I do peppers? have the
2: lemon peppers and the golden cayennes that are going to be mm. that I, that people have sent me that I did save the seeds for. Those aren't too terribly hot, and they're also in a, a batches of hot sauce right now too. So
1: yeah, so, so so yeah, so right now things look okay. I haven't seen any more signs of mold on no. the uh, 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 the reapers, or any. And I haven't seen any signs of mold on any of the other the other peppers. Are all peppers fine. So they're all percolating. In well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm listening again. I'm listening in the background. Oh, the dogs. They're fighting. They're yeah, they're play fighting. It's almost like we don't even need like MMA pay per view because we just can watch the dogs. The three of them and really it's three of the four. Uh, Ruffian stays the hell away. He's the he lap just, dog. He, just, he like, just
2: doesn't want anything to do with any of these uh, big idiots. Give me
1: a corner where I can fall asleep yep. and not have to worry about any of these other creatures. But uh Booker and Zelda and and Bullet. And it's usually Booker and Zelda are the instigators. <laughs> Bullet is the one who's Who's the victim here? But he'll stand up for himself. He's not a you know no he's not or a if they, wallflower. Or they
2: get too close to him, he's like get off my lawn kind Ooh, of barky, right. bark, old exactly. man kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm 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 a little concerned because they're in the other room and they're being yeah. kind of quiet.
2: I know they're fighting though, so at least they're not chewing on something. When they get too, when they're not fighting, then that means someone's chewing on something that they shouldn't be.
1: That's true.
2: But I did put up my knitting because Miss Zelda tried to grab. My knitting as I walked she away. You, she's
1: she's, she's I put it all getting in getting everything kid. now.
2: Usually I try to put it up because I was, but I only walked away for like a half a second, and she wasn't out when I had first had it on the couch. So, in my defense, she was she was tied up when I left it there.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I finally finished this sleeve. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, before we do though, I do want to thank because we were talking about uh, you know we we got the uh, Carolina Reaper seeds. Or actually, we got the Carolina Reapers from Peppers, one of yeah. our listeners. Um, so James out in Colorado. Thank you, James. Uh, We got a care package from James a couple of days ago, and it was a great little beanie from the Air Force Academy for Miss E and a, a cool baseball cap for me some, and a shot glass for me. And some decks of cards. And yeah. some decks of cards for the kids. So it was this really cool care package from Colorado Springs. So uh, James, thank you so much. And uh, James and his wife said that they're keeping us uh, in uh, their prayers and I really do appreciate it. Um, all right. Uh, by the way, so the uh, email address, if you want, and we've got a lot of emails to get to, uh, by the way, email address 40 fool. Oh, Lord, I can hear them barking again. 40acrefool at gmail.com. Snail mail address is P.O. Box 817, Farmville, Virginia, 23901. And you can uh, write us care of Corny Goat Farm. So stick around. Missy has a cookie butter Oreo to eat during the uh, commercial break. I'm going to go make sure the dogs haven't destroyed any of the furniture or the (laughs) floors and we'll be right back (laughs) with more 40 Acres and a Fool coming up right after this. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards
0: on the Blaze Radio Network. Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards continues on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome back. The, uh, the enslurpening is happening behind us right now.
2: That's because they just ran, ran around quietly. fighting.
1: Uh-oh. But not only is there the enslurpening, there's also the pushing of the water bowl. So uh, now there's the pushing of the chair. Missy's getting up to uh, hey. shoot, no. <laughs> because this is one of the other things that Zelda has discovered she can do, that she can push the water dish around the floor of the kitchen and uh, and slosh a little water out here and there yeah, it's great, great fun for Zelda not so much fun for the uh, rest of us so I've got a, a story here uh, but I want to wait until Miss E sits down again to, uh, to get into it uh, but I uh, found it from uh, PIX Channel 11 in New York uh, the uh, Farm Animal Investment Risk and Return Network, uh, which is a, an investor network that advises on factory farming, says that it is, uh, a quote, increasingly probable that countries will start taxing meat in order to fight climate change. The uh, group backed by investors who manage $4 trillion in assets... Argues that some governments could introduce sin taxes on meat consumption within five to ten years in order to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Researchers say the issue must be addressed if countries are going to stick to the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, oh, good, we don't have to stick consum- to the Paris <laughs> Climate <laughs> Agreement. That's right. As of right now, we are not uh, signatories to the Paris Accord. Okay. So I mean, my meat. No meat taxes for us. Marco Springman, a senior environmental sustainability and public health researcher at Oxford University, says it is clear that agricultural emissions have to be addressed. Chatham House, a think tank in the UK, said that technological improvements could make a dent in agricultural emissions, but the only way to truly address the issue is to get people to eat less meat. Except for bacon. Less meat.
2: Because bacon's, you know.
1: Less meat. It's bacon. Listen, I mean, I, you know. So here's the thing. We, you know, we've seen this push. I think uh, over the last few years, it's, it's come sometimes in the, um, the headlines of you know mm, bugs are tasty, right? And it's like right because insects, is, insects are much easier to grow. Insect farming is has uh, much less of an ecological. Footprint and a, and a much smaller carbon footprint I, than I, raising beef cows. I just buy crickets for the lizard. I know,
2: not for the people. I know, it's
1: disgusting. But you should you should be making cricket loaf no, instead shouldn't. of meat loaf.
2: If I start making cricket loaf instead of meat loaf, y'all need to just put a
1: <laughs> put me in a home. So this is the problem, right? I, if you believe that uh, that eating meat is in fact a problem, um, well, I, I happen to not think that uh, eating meat is is a problem here. I don't think it's a problem. And and again, I, I suspect that this is going to be one of those things that um may be a tipping point uh, for some countries and maybe, you know, one of those things that again would keep us away from things like the Paris Climate Accords right. because you start, you know, as we see other countries uh, start to adopt these meat taxes. And by the way, what does that look like? Does that does that does that uh, come in at the consumer level? Like do you pay that tax at the grocery store do you pay that tax if you're the farmer raising
2: the uh, meat? Given the people who have taxes it would probably be at every level that they could figure out how they could tax you. So it'll be the farmer gets taxed for growing so many cows and then you get taxed at the grocery store like when you buy your gas you get the tax there and you probably get taxed if you go to the go eat out and you want to get a steak it's like extra special extra costly.
1: And so okay and so that raises the question then what if because this is going to be a reality in the next 10 to 15 years. Actually, it's going to be reality in the next five. What happens when companies say, okay, you know what, I can raise lab-grown meat and it's going to be uh, less of an environmental uh, impact than you raising a cow, so do I get a tax break?
2: I think I read that in one of yeah. Matt Adams' series
1: books. It was, There's it called Pagoons. There are already companies... Uh, based out of Silicon Valley Tyson's investing in them um, And a couple of other Of the big food companies Are investing in this uh, Either lab-grown meat Actually, the one that Tyson's investing in Is not lab-grown meat It is a plant But it it is designed to It has like almost hemoglobin It bleeds It's plant, but it bleeds And it is designed to replicate Real meat in a way that like the veggie burgers and stuff haven't. It's really strange. But Tyson is spending millions of dollars on that company. So like this type of stuff is coming. I mean and and I worry because, you know, look, I mean, we live in cattle country. Mm. You know, we've got a lot of neighbors where there's the Cattlemen's Association around here, our next door neighbor runs black Angus cattle. Yeah. You know, what happens when all of a sudden these people who you know, his farm's been in I mean, we've owned our farm for five years. But they've owned their farm for several hundred years. Yeah. What happens when all of a sudden, you know, the you're told basically uh, your way of life has to end for the good of the planet?
2: Yeah, I don't believe that anyway.
1: Well, I don't either. But I, I worry that that day is coming mm-hmm. at some point. Maybe not for, you know, our 60-something-year-old neighbor, but maybe for his late 20s-year-old son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, sorry, I didn't mean to be a downer here, but...
2: uh if I die before that happens?
1: <laughs> well, you're going to live to be 116, oh, so... Yeah, that's true, according to my very prophetic
2: dream. Right. But I had a lot of dogs in the house, and we must not have been eating bugs. <laughs>
1: Apparently, uh, they were just too scared to impose the meat tax on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I tell you what, we're going to take a quick timeout. I know this has been a, a fairly short segment, but we have a lot of your emails to get to. So stick around. We'll be back with more 40 Acres and a Fool right after this. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool
0: with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Glenn Beck program. I think it's completely defensible position to say if you're John Conyers, I didn't do these things. Should John Conyers step down? I think most conservatives would say absolutely he should step down because he's a terrible human being. He's apparently settled these things. And I think he's like he's had a lot of problems, a lot of corruption problems. And my guess is, again, my guess, probably is guilty of these things. However, if he's saying he didn't do them, why should he step down? I don't think that's right. I agree. The Glenn Beck program. <laughs> 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards Returns now on the Blaze Radio
1: Network Welcome back 40 Acres and a Fool here on the Blaze Radio Network The, uh, the mood has considerably dimmed here In the uh, 30 seconds or so that, that we've been gone Because it hasn't been 30 seconds for us It's been like 6 or 7 minutes Because once again our bad dogs have been very bad hmm. hmm. Well let's try to cheer you up Missy How about that? Okay, Cam, let's <laughs> do that <laughs> I've got an email here from John Who uh, says it's been so long since my last email I'm sorry about that, I think you read my last email about this time last year But life took me away from the podcast for a while As life often does, And it's down past we never intended to go down, as you well know But John says I found my way back not too long ago And I've enjoyed catching up with the podcast Well, John, that we're, we're glad that you're back and, uh, we'll
2: try to do better about doing podcasts.
1: Well, and, and you know, <laughs> you try to do better at keeping up. Uh, and, uh, he, said Keep I, up John. he said, I had so many things I wanted to tell you in this email, but I want to start by saying that I'm sending you and Missy lots of warm thoughts and uplifting cheer this holiday season. He says, it also sounds like your little town of Farmville is changing and growing with all kinds of hipster places to hang out in ultra cool venues. You may have to give up your signature baseball cap and get a a, a, a beret and skinny jeans. <laughs> He says, you may have to let the beard grow out a little to complete the look. Well, I am letting the beard grow out a little, John, yep, because I am Missy's Samson, yep. and uh, my mighty beard will uh, give her strength. And by the way, I, I should mention this. If you would like to join the uh, Missy's Bearded Brigade, um, it's real easy. There's <laughs> like no beard. membership fees or anything like that. Exactly. Just grow a beard. Rob in <laughs> Southern California is uh, growing his beard out as well for Missy, e, So just shoot me an email. Let me know that uh, you're a part of the Bearded Brigade, and, uh, and we'll make this thing happen. <laughs> Uh, John says I know you talked about Local food that you can only Find in certain areas of the country A few shows back This somewhat falls into that category I haven't found it sold At a restaurant yet Only in my grandmother's kitchen But I'm sure that you can Find recipes online And I'm sure it's sold somewhere It's a dish called Kanuchi It is a Cherokee dish Made with hickory nuts Huh Give it a try if you get a chance, says John. I, I will look that up. We actually have a hickory tree on our property. Yeah, I but it's that...
2: a bitter hickory. We no, can't eat it. no. It's the unedible type of
1: hickory. No. <laughs> John says, I want to let you know that my father's taking up beekeeping as well. He has a friend who's been doing it for some time now. He's teaching my father. Seemed to be going well until the bees swarmed and left to find another place to live. Yeah, that'll do that. Yeah, John says, this happens in the bee world. We are learning many things uh, very fast in the world of beekeeping. We're speculating it may have been caused by the arrival of the wind farm in our area. We now have several large wind farms. Uh, Windmills around my father's home, and I've been watching to see if it's had any noticeable effect on the wildlife. Hmm. He says, I'm not saying that the bees didn't like the windmills, but there's a lot of prep work that goes into putting up a windmill that big. And one of the things that they do is spray to kill all the foliage around where the windmill is going to be built. Mm. I'm speculating this may have caused the bees to move, but we are replanning or planning on rebuilding the colony this spring. Uh, John is also uh, interested in getting his FFL. Oh. Uh, he says, I reached out to a few places I know, have found no help anywhere. Um, he says, I've become somewhat taken aback by the changes in attitudes at our local gun stores. I was always greeted by friendly faces and an eagerness to help customers uh, not only help you, but to uh, help you learn if you were a beginner or new to the gun world. He says, I can't tell you the number of stories I've heard from family and friends lately about encounters with jerks behind the counter. At gun stores, He says, and I've, I've encountered the same thing at some of the more notable gun stores in town. Mm-hmm. So uh, John says, where would be the best place to go get a clear-cut guide on getting your FFL? He says, I know I can start with the uh, ATF Form 7. Just want to make sure I get everything right when dealing with the federal government. Any help would be, uh, would be great. So John, I'm going to recommend uh, somebody for you. And I, I, I don't know how much work Miles does with folks who are just starting out and how much work he does with existing ranges. But Miles Hall uh, ran the H&H gun range in Oklahoma City for... Gosh I don't know twenty plus years and uh took it from a you know pretty small range and shop to this absolutely massive it was a country club before there were country clubs and uh, miles is now doing consulting at uh, Holland Hall consulting ah so I would recommend John that you talk to miles um just you know feel free to drop my name for whatever good it might do and uh and and I think that Miles will be able to help you, uh, you know, navigate the waters. Uh, again, he's a consultant, so he's probably going to charge you a fee to do this. But uh, Miles is a great guy, and he knows this business like the back of his hand. So I would, uh, I would, I would trust what he says, and that would be my advice for you. you um, should play matchmaker, right? And it is great to hear from you, Josh. So thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Robert also writing in a trip through New Jersey with a gun. Uh- he says, I've been enjoying Cam and Company for years now, since back when Mike McCarvel was a regular guest from the unheated shack in his backyard.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've got my unheated shack. Well, I mean, it's a he had his space heater, too. Yes. So I've got my uh, unheated shack in, in honor of Mike now. There I just go. realized that. Uh-huh, I'm going to call that the Mike McCarvel Memorial Shed, I think. <laughs> uh, I also enjoy the podcast, he says, which has convinced me not to try a garden. <laughs> and I am keeping the see In my prayers. Thank you. He says, On to my story. It was about 1996 and I was living in Philly. One of the first people to get a license to carry from the Philly PD after state law was changed to make Philly shall issue like the rest of the state. I got on I-95 at Bridge Street heading south to my office near the city of Chester. As you or Missy may remember, the Bridge Street on-ramp can also take you over the Betsy Ross Bridge into New Jersey. Shortly before, there was a pretty bad accident just south of the ramp on 95 A Philly PD officer was blocking the lane to the south and directing all traffic to go across the bridge into New Jersey. I tried to pull over to explain to him that I couldn't do that, but I got a stern look and an emphatic gesture to keep going. Mm. So... Me and my 357 full of hollow points and a couple of speed loaders, too, headed into New Jersey and down I-295 to the Commodore Berry Bridge to cross back into PA. I knew that I was not permitted to have my farm in New Jersey, but I wasn't given a choice. Fortunately, I wasn't stopped and arrested. That's good. Moral of the story is we need reciprocity, and not just because people are ignorant of the law or misinformed. If you are near a state border, you could easily find yourself across a divisible line that turns into a law-abiding good guy into a uh, 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 guy with a... That turns a law-abiding good guy with a gun into a felon. Best uh, yeah. to you and yours, uh, Rob. And Rob, you're absolutely right. Think about, I mean, listen, you know, here in Virginia, we had our anti-gun Attorney General um, uh, Mark Herring uh, basically rescind all of our reciprocity agreements. Uh, this was back in twenty, late twenty fifteen, and you know, including uh, reciprocity agreements with North Carolina, with Tennessee, with West Virginia, basically every border state that we had reciprocity with. You know, I went down to Bristol, Virginia for the first time a couple of years ago for the uh, Bass Pro Shops and Ray Night Race. And Bristol, Virginia and Bristol, Tennessee are basically the same city. Yeah. And the state line runs right through the middle of downtown. It's, uh, it's State Street. And so one side of the street, it's Virginia. One side of the state, it's Tennessee. Or one side of the street, it's Tennessee. If you get rid of reciprocity <laughs> for concealed carry holders, you know, now that's that's, that's one spot in a border. But you're right. You're going to run across these problems everywhere. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you were, again, as you say, through no fault of your own, committed a felony. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I again, I, I think it's just time that uh, these states like New Jersey and Maryland and uh, California and the handful of other states that— still don't really want to recognize our right to keep and bear arms as a right. It's time that they recognize this as a right. It's, it's, you know, I mean, look, I do my show from Farmville, Virginia, every day. That was the home of massive resistance in the 1950s, massive resistance to integrated schools. This was a, a community that shut down the public schools for five years because they didn't want to acknowledge the basic truth that all men are created equal.
2: Yeah.
1: And everybody's entitled to the same education. and everybody equal is bullshit. And they shut down the public schools for five years because they refused to acknowledge that a right was a right. You know, we've got good people who are getting ready to spend time in prison in places like New Jersey for exercising a right. And as wrong as it was, For Prince Edward County to shut down the public schools in the 1950s and the 1960s, it is wrong for New Jersey. It is wrong for the state of Maryland. It is wrong for the state of California to threaten, not just threaten, but to imprison people for exercising a right that is protected by our Bill of Rights. I will go to my grave believing that to be an injustice. There we go. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. C, writing in, says, um, Sorry for your discouragement about growing brassicas. Uh, I understand and have a solution. A gun. Take all the critters that threaten the crop. A slingshot, BB gun, 22 higher, or a net. On a uh, related note, could you send me instructions on processing rabbit?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've never done a rabbit. But there's lots of places. You go on YouTube and you can find a lot of videos on how to process rabbits.
1: Yeah. Uh, Robin from the Shenandoah Valley says uh, there must be a federal and a state ag survey because I seem to be getting them every two years, even though the state's only every five and I can't figure out how to opt out. The envelope says your response is required by law. I sell nothing, <laughs> says Robin. P.S., she says, hope the elephant is getting smaller. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if the elephant's getting smaller, but uh, yeah, I hope it's getting smaller, too. I guess yeah. we'll know in a few weeks. In the meantime, we're just, you know, ignoring the elephant. Yep. Riding the elephant on occasion. Yeah. You know, making that elephant our, <laughs> our little circus animal, no matter what Peter says. Dance for me, elephant. Brian in uh, Compton, California, with a uh, very good guy story. He says, I don't know if this fits into your uh, your podcast format. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, Brian, the only reason why I didn't mention this story on Cam and Company uh, is because I saw this had gone national and when I see a great, a good news story that is already being covered at the national level, like it's you know NBC, ABC, CBS, or Good Morning America, or Today Show, I tend to not talk about it on Cam and Company because they've just got a huge reach, and so I figure at that point, people already know. You know, like I'm not going to help anybody out find the story if it's already been covered on the Today Show. Uh, but this was a story from ABC News, and it was great. It was uh, Australia, Queensland ambulance service. Um, there was a uh, paramedic named Graham Cooper. Who uh, was taking a woman to hospice and the woman wanted to see the ocean?
2: Oh, yeah. One last time? Yeah. I saw that. And so he
1: took her there. You know, he said he wanted to take the patient all the way to the shore, but it was rocky. He said, I thought the best, next best thing I could do was get some ocean and bring it to her. She actually tasted the salt water. Uh, And that is awesome. And Ryan, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Greg uh, writing in. Um, says, okay, so I stink at actually writing the letters that I mean to write that hasn't changed, but something else hasn't changed either. I'm still praying for you. I haven't stopped and I won't stop. He says, I'm glad that y'all have received such great communication and support, but please know that there are people who support you and are thinking of you uh, and are praying for you who may not know how to say that, uh, which they wish to say. The things which come to mind so often disappear by the time fingers meet the keyboard. These supports still exist, even if the communication is late in coming. Greg says, I will send another letter that is elephant-free. And, uh, and Greg, thank you for that. And the elephant-free email uh, from Greg says, uh, a while ago you would ask when we gave up on our gardens, he says, I officially gave up November the 1st. I got four very small bell peppers, and that was it. Honestly, Greg says it was better than I expected. Well, there you go. <laughs> have no expectations, Greg, and be and be surprised <laughs> and amazed. I have like 400% more garden <laughs> than I thought I was going to have. <laughs> I thought I was going to have nothing. Due to family commitments, uh, and I know, I know, for, nothing, 400% times nothing is nothing. I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry. Due to family commitments, we had gotten away from having a garden for the past couple of years, says Greg, I was determined to have one come hell or high water. Well, he says, I didn't get anything planted until late April, which was too late to get the plants established before Texas summertime did what it does best. So I had about eight tomato plants, yeah. cherry, grape, yellow pear, two bell pepper plants. The heat killed, now the heat killed the peppers.
2: Wow, that's hot. That's hot, yeah. man. Cause, it's got to be a pretty darn hot. Right?
1: Because our peppers like the love high. the hot. And
2: they don't like to get as water just much. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Heat killed all but three of the tomato plants.
2: I can see that.
1: Well, I can see that too. Once the heat passes, Greg, I replanted some of them. No produce happened until four pathetic little bell peppers happened in October. Oh. I'm hoping for better next year.
2: Good luck. I'm sorry.
1: He says, I finally broke down after stalking y'all's Instagrams from time to time, and I joined Instagram. <laughs> if uh, you or any of the other 40 acre cam unity want to see those four pathetic bell peppers, you can find me at Halogen Spock. That's H uh, A. L-O-G-E-N Spock Just the peppers are up now But I promise there will be more At some point My night shift self Needs to get to bed soon It says uh, Harking back to the email I sent back in April We did go to Six Flags Georgia When we were in Atlanta For the NRA annual meeting We had a wonderful time And Greg You know Is in Dallas So Greg You don't even have to go You get to sleep in your own bed At the NRA annual meeting In, in 2018 Because it's going to be In Dallas Oh there So you go. how awesome is that uh, He says Did is you ever get gonna- April that is in uh, early May okay. this year, I believe, in uh, next year, 2018. Uh, Greg says, "Did you ever get a chance to eat at the Chick Fil A Dwarf House before you had to return home?" Did I did you? not. I- that's I what everybody
2: not. was talking about. You should have been eaten there, but you didn't get a chance to go. I
1: didn't did get you? a chance to go. I did get a chance to go to like one of the original Waffle Houses well, there you go. in cool. downtown. Almost as good so that as was pretty cool. <laughs> Next time I'm in Atlanta, uh, I would love to go. And uh, Greg says, before I forget, thank you again for inviting me to your karaoke extravaganza. I enjoy getting to sing. And to uh, hear everyone else sing, as well as singing with various random people, yourself included. Uh, living a little and uh, learning something, maybe, says uh, <laughs> Greg in Dallas. Well, Greg, listen, man, it is always good uh, hearing from you. And I am looking forward to seeing you in Dallas here in a few months. And, uh, and, and better luck. Hopefully next year, maybe you get five little bell peppers maybe out of your garden. Maybe start earlier, too. Maybe start earlier, too. Well, listen, we've had, our, we've had our years. We were six weeks, at least six weeks late, getting our garden going this past year. Into the ground.
2: Yeah, but we're ahead of the game for next time. We are.
1: So. We are ahead of the game. Uh, Michael in uh, uh, Michigan writing in as well. It says a, a gun update on the AR that I bought if I'm a gunsmith. Uh, he has a deal on a handguard. So uh, this week on my birthdays, I'll be uh, driving up to a little town just north of Ann Arbor to have him put on the uh, hand guard. Still haven't shot it. He says, uh, it's been kind of cold over the range. Not that I wouldn't do it. He says, but I'd rather have it be a few dozen degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. I'm, I'm so excited. We've got an, an indoor range now in Lynchburg, Virginia, which is less than an hour away. Safe side tactical. I have not made it out there yet. Uh, But I'm looking forward to doing it soon. Give Miss E and the family our love, says Michael. All the kids and the critters, too. Well, all right. That's a lot of hugs to give. But uh, Mike, for you, I will do it. I will start with Miss E. (laughs) We're going to wait for the uh, podcast to be over for that. You ready, baby? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you have a a fantastic week. We are planning on doing a sort of holiday themed, maybe Christmas special, 40 acres in a Fool, Christmas on the farm sort of deal. Yeah, we were talking about, like, traditions and the favorite things that we get to do
2: or the stuff that we've started to do or the things that we've always done kind of things at Christmas.
1: Yeah, so we're going to try to, uh, you know, kind of, like, uh, uh, front-load the uh, podcast queue while Missy's feeling good, and uh, we'll do something this week here before the Christmas holiday. But thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our lives. Thank you for being a part of the podcast, and uh, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot, and we will talk to you soon with more 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network.
0: This is 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.